Local Live is recorded by 91.7 FM WMSC Milwaukee in the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Live Performance Studio. WMSC broadcasts live from the Milwaukee School of Engineering. For more information, please go to WMSC.org. Good evening, Milwaukee, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of Local Live here on WMSE. My name is Cal. I am here with my co-host, Ka- 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 Aaron. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, we, um, we're we kind of still riding off the, the adrenaline from having scarring party in here last week. Yes. It was a total hoot. We had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, this time it's like a totally different horse for a local live. We've got estates who sound nothing like the scarring party. And they are uh, a heavy rock trio, I'd like to think. Yeah, that was a loud sound check that they just did. So it, Yeah, it was great. <laughs> We've got uh, Mike Carini on guitar and vocals, Charlie Markowiak on bass and vocals, and Matt Tomaszek on drums and vocals. And uh, this band, uh, they were founded in 2012, and uh, ever since then it's been basically an album per year pace they've been on. They had a debut called uh, Glean that came out in 2013. Uh, Last March, they put out a self-titled EP that got a lot of really good press around town, and uh, now they've got a new album coming out. It's great to be alone, and that's coming out on Flannel Girl Records next Tuesday. Um, The lead single, Not Now, came out, I believe, last month or maybe the month before. And then a couple weeks ago, uh, the Brooklyn Vegan blog premiered a second track called No In Between. And uh, I guess it's, it's... on a similar type of uh, style that you probably know and and love, as if you've been listening to them for a while, it's definitely on the emo tip, as they say. Uh, and I I've noticed that a lot of the newer tracks are actually shorter uh, than than what we're used to. That's kind of the only the only real thing that I'm I'm noticing as like a, a super different um, trend as far as their songwriting goes but uh mm-hmm. it's a little more economical and to the point possible but it's uh it's still the same uh you know the yearning the aggression uh the confessional lyrical style a lot of people mention hum as a touchstone for them uh sunny day real estate is another one that i think is uh certainly an influence on them but uh so yeah i yeah. i uh I agree with you on those touch points for sure. Um, super 90s soap sounds. And to me, I, I grew up, that was my era, mm-hmm. the, the 90s, like high school times. And it's a kick to me to like hear kids like riffing off of Nirvana and Hum and Smashing Pumpkins. And I I love it. So um, I can hear bits of each in their music. And I know this band also is in a, a band called pretty wounds to start out with which was a lot harder so it's kind of yeah. cool to see him morph into this um, more epic sounding kind of a sludgy droney type of rock uh, outfit which i really dig both sounds but yeah i really like uh the estates they're good so let's let them play some songs they've got um a five song set to kick us off with and we're going to hear Tuesday into Not Now from Estates. And uh, Cal, I'll let you do the official kicking off. Sure. We've got a quick message from uh, a sponsor, and we will be right back with some live music. Stay tuned. Live. 
WMSE's Local Live is brought to you by The Garage, off Brady Street, next to the Hi-Hat Lounge. The Garage carries over 70 beers and features a menu of burger creations, wings, house-made sandwiches, and appetizers. The Garage hosts an extensive outdoor patio, is open daily at 11 a.m., and offers weekend brunch at 10 a.m. Information at garageonbrady.com. All right, and now we're going to go live to the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Performance Studio here at WMSE. Here are estates on Local Live.
Get more Milwaukee-made music on WMSC's local Lunchbox every Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. WMSC's midday hosts spin a handful of local bands playing everything from newly released albums to some of their old favorites. Then on Saturday at 1 p.m., tune in for the Boogie Bang Gang's Milltown Thing, featuring the best Milwaukee R&B, rap, and hip-hop. Local Lunchbox weekdays at 1 p.m. and the Milltown Thang Saturdays at 1 p.m. Only on WMSC. Local Lunchbox is brought to you by Outpost Natural Foods and Classic Slice. This is Carrie from Slater Kinney, and you're listening to WMSE. This is Tom, host of Mondo Radio, Wednesday mornings from 3 to 6 a.m., where we take an in-depth look at a different kind of music every week and always make time for some interesting detours. So join me live on the air or listen from the archives at WMSE.org. Welcome back into the WMSE studios. We've got Estates sitting in with us. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. And uh, why don't you guys go around and introduce yourselves on the mic for the uh, the wonderful listeners out there. Uh, I'm Matt Tomaszek. I play drums and sing. Um, I'm Charlie, and I play bass. I'm Mike. I play guitar and vocals. All right. So the first thing... Uh, I wanted to ask you guys about in the sort of researching and stuff. I noticed you use the phrase "your very own estates" mm-hmm. for your for your websites. Where does that come from? Um, when like we decided on the name estates, um, I'm always into like writing music that is my own thing. I can do whatever I want. It's a vessel for what I want to convey to you know people what I'm feeling, and you know it was kind of just like a idea for a URL, you know, because estates is kind of a generic term, so. Um, our very own estates kind of like came to me because it is our very own band. We can do what we want. I don't know. That's kind of the backstory of it. Okay. So it's not a not necessarily a lyric, just kind of an overall. Uh, no, it's it's just something I kind of thought of. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's kind of a cool idea. Do you, do you good kid? <laughs> <laughs> do you know anyone that uh, owns any important estates that you can think of? That's I do work for idea. a mortgage company. Uh huh. <laughs> so that- I'll say yes. <laughs> And that's as far as we'll go with that question. <laughs> all right. So um, you guys pretty much all each write songs. You all contribute. So is there an unwritten rule about determining how many of whose songs make it onto a record or a live set? How do you guys? How are you guys fair with each uh, other? Yeah, I mean, as far as the songwriting process goes, and we all just kind of bring ideas forth and just kind of play that out from there. And uh, there's not really a, a say of whose idea is better than another. We kind of just hear each other out. And as far as the set goes, I mean, that's something we just bounce off each other. Uh, we've never actually written out a set for a show. Uh, we just kind of usually wing it on the car ride down. <laughs> and again, same thing, like open ideas, and that's really it. But some, but sometimes, I don't know. I, I guess there's been times where it's like, like someone like maybe isn't completely on board, and then and then we get like the, me and the other dude are going to be like, yeah, we just gotta we just gotta like irk him a little bit more and just keep playing it until it's relentless and then it's all about irking. <laughs> yeah. <and> persuading. <laughs> so there haven't been any big fights so far about uh I want my set in, my song in and didn't no, make it. Yeah. Not no. for that, no. Only if it, only if Matt and I, only if Matt and I played a duel of Magic the Gathering, like also during a set and Yeah. Then there'd be some We fights. might have to date somebody and that's when the violence comes in, okay. Yeah. So, what are some of your uh, your big influences as musicians or songwriters, like outside of the emo and punk sphere? 
Oh wow. Um dang. Um that's tough. I mean, I, I, I like a lot of like older music. Um Glenn Fry was like one of my favorite musicians growing up. I was a huge Eagles fan, so seeing him like five years ago or whatever, that was that was really cool. Um he has a really unique style and I always liked that he was just a songwriter. Smugglers blues. Dude. Can't go wrong with that. <laughs> right on. Or anything from the Miami Vice soundtrack actually. <laughs> I guess maybe not my own personal writing, but like uh Earl Sweatshirt's new record I really identify with like his content. He's like the same same age as me and like I feel like we're on a I don't know, that's that's a completely different style of writing, like a completely different perspective to take when approaching writing and I don't know. I identify with that new record a lot. Alright. We're gonna come back to me real quick. I'm also a huge Metallica fan. <laughs> enough to put ink onto my own body. But oh. it's it's the nin- it's the ninja star logo. It's, it's like the bad era. it's the not it burns good. every time <laughs> someone plays Master of Puppets. I'm gonna let Matt answer the next question. <laughs> I mean growing up I was I, I'm still really into Deftones and Chino Marino, the singer of Deftones has influenced me in a huge profound way lyrically and just like I, I don't know there's something about like the way his songs like are written that are just super beautiful and super heartfelt and I don't know I feel like his like music kind of just like reaches a large larger audience and I've always respected that about him and then he kind of branched off and did this other band called Team Sleep which was totally different from Deftones it was like you know electronic kind of based indie-ish kind of band and uh I, that's just like the first name that like came to mind when you asked that question so you know, Chino Marino, definitely from Deftones, is like a huge influence on me growing up and now. Huh. It's quite the lightning rod as a live performer, too. He's just amazing. <laughs> so it, it seems like you guys like prefer harder edge tones and whatnot, like from listening, except for the Eagles aren't yeah. super hard yeah. edge. I listen to a lot of um, mellow music, actually. I guess, like, yeah, we're the, all I guess the harder edge like music comes out um, within me when I'm writing songs. Cause like you know, I'll write songs when I'm not feeling the greatest or I'm angry, you know. Uh, so that'll come out to play. But um, like I listen to a lot of like electronic music, like really like laid back electronic music, like Boards of Canada, and um, I listen to like Elliot Smith. Just like I listen to a lot of metal music. But um, as far as the states goes, and when that influence comes in, obviously yeah, more harder edge like type you know bands come to play. The states is us letting it out at the end of the day, <laughs> kind of pretty much. That's how I, that's, I mean, that's how I feel. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like it's, you know, cathartic. There's a really, like, awesome, like, driving sound to it. It's good. Yeah. And you also just dig, yeah, like Matt said, really chill, slow music, though, a lot of times, too. And mm-hmm. sometimes that comes into our songs a little bit. Yeah, you can hear the dichotomy yeah. of, you know, the mix of both. Um, Matt, uh, we noticed you mentioned in a Shepherd Express article that you feel like with this band, you found your true quote-unquote true sound as a band on this new album so we're wondering was there anything missing before you know you've just found your true sound or do you think there's tangible ways you feel like the band sound is different now than it was a couple years back so when you start a band and you start writing music you kind of build upon what you know you did last time so we did we brought a demo first and then we did you know an lp and I don't want to say there's any, there's anything missing, but I feel like right now is we found a sound that we all agree upon, and it's a sound that clicks and it's a sound that you know we want to you know play. Um, I mean, 
a true sound right now. Yeah, we found it. We'll probably find our next true sound, next record maybe. <laughs> it's all about finding it's all about finding the sound you want right now and what you want to do. I, I feel if anything too, maybe not is is like finding our sound is like is this record was kind of really in the moment and like definitely yeah. Yeah, like I, how I said earlier, it's like it's kind of us fleshing things out at the end of the day. That's I if yeah, that's how I would define it is us finding it. And the uh, the the album is is only about twenty five minutes long. Yeah. Is there uh, are there other like records that you can think of that are like under a half hour that you really liked that uh, Joyce Manor never hung over never again. Hung over again. Oh. that was just that was a quick answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a recent record that's came out that we've liked that we noticed was shorter. Um, I don't know what other albums. I mean, besides like you know kind of like longer EPs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're not usually full lengths. I mean, I mean like the length of the record really didn't come into play until after we wrote it. We're like, oh, it's a pretty short record. I mean, it's something we didn't go for, like right off the bat. It just kind of fell into that naturally. Um, like our our older songs were longer, but that's because we wanted to write older, like longer songs. But now, for this record, we just wanted to write songs that were just kind of a little bit more to the point, and you know, they have like kind of a punk feel a little bit. Um, yeah, economical. It is that's the word for it. Get it, get it all out in a big blast yeah, if you can. Yeah, sure. I like that. So, uh, were you like Milwaukee Magazine included uh, "Slept In" on their recent uh, winter mixtape, mm-hmm. and they commented, uh, "What this song lacks in track time, it makes up in noise." <laughs> so, do you, do you think people are genuinely thrown off by the shorter uh, song length? Like, they it, they could be. I, I don't know. I th- um. I, I mean, I is I'm gonna talk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know, like, I mean, we're just kind of to the point with it. It just seems, for anybody that we've really just showed the record to or anything, they're not really that surprised by it, I guess. It's just kind of, it gets everything on. I think if it were to go any longer, you, like, add that extra chorus, it kind of just takes away from that, like, punch that we had in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I don't really, I mean, I don't think it's throwing anybody off. I mean, there's still some songs in the LP that are, that are you know, pushing that three-minute barrier, so. <laughs> uh, but, again, I, I think just with the general direction, we kind of chose it just kind of seems right yeah okay <laughs> there's a little mic swapping going back <laughs> and forth if you can't hear that um so like what the, the sh- you know milwaukee magazine said uh, you guys make up in noise so i want to know how do you fill in and bulk up those songs with that noise um do you have any like recording or live show secrets as far as specific pedals drums amps and stuff have you like kind of like geekily checked out other musician or band's gear list to like replicate anything <laughs> specific yeah or? i i'm really influenced by the band nothing and i kind of i saw an interview that they did with showing off their pedal boards and things and there's a couple things i have in common and uh i mean i just slowly assembled the pedal board that i have over the the past few years and it's really come together for something that i think is just unique and i just enjoy each pedal for what it is um as far as the noise goes, I took like a good like two years to like just pick out the right guitar head, and then I kind of just stumbled across something, and it really it's it's like an old Fender head somebody like traded in at a guitar center, and it really allows a lot of low end the model at the time, which is kind of what I was into, but it also can really screech and high, and the tubes break, and it's just the most beautiful thing you ever heard. So, yeah, I was really selective with that, and we're kind of picky on tones overall um, with the equipment, but that's just one of the things I love about it. Um, I'm, I'm always picky. Fuzz, man. 
I'm always picky, but I I found what works for me. Uh, I just have like an old solid state song concert bass, and it's built like a tank. And I'm clumsy, and I drop things, and <laughs> I like it, it hasn't done me wrong yet. And I don't know, but I'm always looking at everyone else's gear. I'm always kind of geeking out, and like my roommate does a studio in our house, and he's always like trying to bulk it up. So we're always on the we're on the lookout. Okay. I mean, drums is a whole different field. I mean, there's no, you know, plugs or chords really, but I've always been a big fan of uh, big drums, like big sounding drums. I'll never forget when I was a kid and I heard uh, In Utero for the first time by Nirvana, and I heard like those drums and how like massive they were. I was just like blown away. I couldn't believe it. And um, ever since then, I've just been kind of like striving to always have like a really cool, like big sound when it comes to drums, um, which is like it's a nice change of pace because I play in another band um, and it's a lot more like laid back slow tempo and uh, this band's a nice contrast for that one like musically um, you know I'm not hitting as hard with that other band but you know that's what I do in the states you know I, I hit drums hard that's what I do I think that In Utero still kind of stands up as a as a monument as far as that huge drum sound too yeah, everything about that record really yeah. <laughs> I, I would have to agree yeah <laughs> So uh, the new the new album you're putting out on Flannel Flannel Girl Records, mm-hmm. um, based out of Virginia. How yeah. did you guys hook up with them? We have actually been kind of a fan of their label um, for about a few years now. Um, they put out a couple of records that caught our like you know attention through you know like the internet and stuff. And um, they sent us an email one day just asking to hear the new record. And from there, it was just kind of like that. Yeah, they're weird. Sweethearts. Yeah, they're yeah. So nice. Um, we always are really like humbled and like very grateful when people take an interest in art that we're doing. So when they approach us, you know, put out a record for us, it kind of just like made our like lives for <laughs> a year at least. <laughs> it was like one of the happiest moments. And yeah. Um, we were <laughs> really, really excited. We're like, we're still really stoked about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's always kind of weird, like stories how like bands like get in touch with labels and stuff. Like, you know, we didn't like hound them through email. They just reached out to us and we really like what they've done and we thought it'd be a good fit for the record. So yeah. What are some of the other uh, artists on the oh, on yeah. that label that you guys um, are? So there's this uh, band called Dads from uh, New Jersey. They put out their first um, LP um, on that record, which like got them like pretty like uh, established. And then there's another band called the Caution Children uh, from Florida who are kind of like a screamo like post-rock band. Um, that that was a record that like clinched for me with that label. I was like, this is, they brought such good stuff. And then they have a couple other screamo bands like Innards and, um, they put out some splits for they put out a split for this group called Kitty Hawk out of Chicago. Um, we had another group called Sinai Vessel. Yeah, City Cop out of Ohio. And now they're putting out a record for this really really cool like math rock duo called Narwhal. And uh, yeah, we just I think like, they just put out a song today. Too, yeah, it's on Noisy. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Very cool. I I just like the word innards too. Like <laughs> <laughs> all those band names you mentioned are pretty great. Nice. I'm excited. Um, so I was going to ask you guys about being on your home turf. Um, it seems like you guys play specific venues quite often, and I'm curious to know what venues do you all feel most, you know, at home in our city? Because it seems like there's kind of like a camaraderie thing sometimes, uh, or like a little creative incubator community kind of thing. Um, or is it like a sound thing? Like you guys play punk would you prefer to play like a venue that sounds more scrappy or what, what would you say th- what where would you feel most at home at? because why where where i stand as we continue i think uh the better i don't know I, 
because we we all three of us like split the singing. It's a, it's a lot of melodic singing. I think if we can get into a situation where we have like the PA that we're playing out of is like I, you can hear us. That that's always <laughs> relaxing. But I, as far as like Milwaukee places to play, like the Borgord is like prime ultimate for me. It's been going strong now for years. It's like the spot, and it's just I don't know. I feel I feel at home there. Yeah, um, like kind of just a little bit of background, like where we play, where we play is um, when I first like got into local music. It was through like you know a network of DIY bands and you know musicians. And the first show, like DIY show, like I ever went to, was a basement show, and Weekend Nachos played. And like I never been to a basement show before, and it was just like really interesting. So like that kind of just like you know carried with me throughout doing um, different bands, and then you know with the states. I mean, we don't have like a specific place we like prefer to play. We generally like um, like all ages shows, um, mainly because you know Charlie's twenty years old, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know we're older, but. I don't know. We just kind of play where we see a good opportunity or a good show. Um, I don't know. Yeah, we play a lot of like, you know, the DIY spots around Milwaukee, mostly because it's just kind of how we're connected. But we're always open to playing other, you know, spots. It's just a matter of contacting us, you know. Sure. So you guys just had um, kind of a Midwest tour in April. Mm -hmm. Do you have any uh, good stories to relate from that little jaunt? Um. We did a day trotter session. That was cool. That was oh, cool. nice. Yeah. Um, we got to, like, see a bunch of, like, vintage gear in there and stuff. I, I don't even know. I'm not a big, like, gear nerd like these guys. <laughs> um, they, they had a lot of really cool old amplifier heads and, and old amplifiers. I mean, you just had racks of, of monitors and things. And, I mean, it was insane the amount of gear in that, that little space, too. It was just an upstairs uh, just like a little loft and just the amount going on there I was just blown away it was really cool where so, is that exactly uh, that was in uh, like Quad Cities Illinois so Rock Island area yeah. okay to the border of Iowa Illinois alright yeah but they have like a few different locations like all over like mm-hmm. one in Austin you know they, I think they do that mostly for South by West or South by Southwest and um, they have another one in Nashville I found out because I always thought there was just one lo- location but the guy told me there's like a few other spots um, other than that, we we were, we were like stranded in the middle of Missouri with van problems. That's always you know yeah. a big boost. The but then later that night, problem, we played yeah. a battle set head to head with our like our friends from Marshall, Missouri. They were playing a band called Boy Parts. I wouldn't recommend looking it on the internet. It's <laughs> kind of not safe for work. But uh, uh, we we like went head to head with them because the local of that show wanted to play last, and that's kind of like. It's like you're the draw, like we're, we're from out of town, and so they ended up throwing a temper tantrum. But we got to play a battle set with our friends and just kind of sweat it out, and that, that was really <laughs> fun. Alternated and then, like every two songs. Yeah. Oh, nice! So it, it was that was really cool. <laughs> that was a blast. Yeah. And then like it, there's um, there's like the basement of this church. It was this place called El Toron, and it's got like earlier that day, our waitress in the town over was like, "Hey, you're playing El Toron? There's like a big like." ballroom upstairs and it's like this old like abandoned jazz ballroom that's like not up to fire code now and they had like a mezzanine and we could walk up there and they had a bunch of like promotional like cardboard cutout type things and I don't know that, like the cool like Doritos posters. one like a yeah <laughs> posters and the Dorito thing so I got a picture of this fool with a Dorito thing just standing on the balcony holding a giant Doritos cardboard cutout I wanted to chew on it it so was bad. really neat though it was a really <laughs> old open space that apparently I mean it's been around since like the 20s they've had like really old musicians and they've had car shows upstairs because he showed us the lift going out from the street it was wow. really neat 
Uh, and then it's just really awesome when you're up there with like you know three people and it's just this giant area and it's just abandoned. I like that. Hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's always, it's it's cool to see other cities' architecture and kind of like some of the d- decrepit architecture too that goes along with like some of the m- sure. especially Midwest cities and stuff. Like never bring a camera with me on tour either, just for that that <laughs> yeah. reason though. It's just the yeah. little things that I just enjoy like a lot more than mm-hmm. just being there to sightsee or something. Yeah, yeah. I just like the experience with these guys Uh. so i want to know are you guys planning to expand like your vision or plans or anything now that you're getting more attention like from day trotter and brooklyn vegan are you gonna uh, maybe take the take on the god i can't talk take the band on the road for bigger shows or get out there with more like audio visuals like maybe like videos and stuff like that or <laughs> um, so all we have planned right now um, is we're going to be doing um, touring in July. Um, we're going to be doing a two week tour. So like as of right now, all we really want to do is just like get out and tour and play shows uh, wherever. Um, we're actually going to start writing new songs like in a f- like few weeks. Um, we already got the itch to do it. We've had the itch, itch actually since like April, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I don't know. We're just going to keep continue uh, doing like what we've been doing, just playing shows, you know, um, putting out music. Um, there isn't like a big vision. I think the main thing that we've all agreed upon is we're just going to keep doing this until it's not fun. When it's not fun, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good philosophy. Yeah. More bands should probably follow that philosophy. For sure. Metallica <laughs> should follow that philosophy. Oh, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, before we send you guys back out for some more uh, live music, just tell everybody quick about the uh, release show coming up. Yeah, we're uh, doing a record release show at the Cocoon Room, uh, which is off uh, Locust Street right across from the River West Public House. Um, We're playing with um, local bands Eaten by Trees and Marcy, and we're also playing with two national touring acts called uh, Aviator, and the other band is Choir Vandals. It's going to be a really awesome show, and if you can make it out, make it out. It's on Memorial Day. It'll be a blast. And uh, website is again where people can find your music. Our very own estates.com. Our very own estates. All right, guys. Well, let, let's have some more uh, live music. And uh, we'll talk to you guys in a few minutes about uh, your This Is Your Song song. So thanks for coming in. Thank you. Hop in and do the time warp with the Von Mons Vinyl Variety Show every Thursday afternoon from 1230 to 3. We'll be jerking back and forth while the time warp goes back in time, stalls out in the present day, or even shoots us off into the future. Experience the true analog curve on your FM radio dial set to 91.7 FM in Milwaukee, or capture the ones and zeros over on the interwebs at WMSE.org. Thursday afternoons from 1230 to 3 on Mercer Supported, 91.7 WMSE. I'm Bonnie. And I'm Mario. I'm Jesse. And I'm Colin O. And we host The Pit here in WMSC every Friday from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. We play a mixture of all things punk rock, 70s punk, boy, American hardcore, Scandinavian hardcore, 80s hardcore, Japanese hardcore, DB, Anarcho, Proto Punk, UK82, Power Violence, Riot Girl, Thrash, Street Punk, Cross Punk, Metal Punk, Cow Punk, Raw Punk, Pogo Punk, Drunk Punk, New Way, New Way, Pub Rock, Punk and Roll, Crossover, Poop Boy Glam, Mod Rock, Troll Punk, Youth Crew, Darkwood, Peace Punk, Punk Pathetic. Wait, that's not even a joke. You make me sick! 
Whatever. For everything punk rock, just tune in every Friday morning, 3 a.m., or stream a download from our archives at WMSC Origin. All right. One more time, live from the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Performance Studio, here are Estates. Is to leave with us. Planet. 
to be recycled. Your only chance to survive or evacuate is to leave with us.
since 1993, I've been hosting Buzz's Garage. It's a show featuring the coolest and weirdest garage and punk rock for listeners, not just on the mean streets of Milwaukee, but also out there in the endless vortex of the cyberspace, whether it's by the old masters or the young lions of lo-fi slop rock. You can spaz out to the music every Monday night from 6 to 9 p.m. Your respite from lame tunes right here on WMSC. Jay Mascus, and you're listening to WMSE. This is Tom, host of Mondo Radio, Wednesday mornings from 3 to 6 a.m., where we take an in-depth look at a different kind of music every week and always make time for some interesting detours. So join me live on the air or listen from the archives at WMSE.org. You guys did say you liked mellow music, so here we have the Elton John for you. <laughs> They're thinking not this much. <laughs> um, so we're at the point in the segment. This is your song. You guys picked Red House Painters, which was a perennial favorite of mine when I was younger. Um, and yeah, I'm going to let you wax poetic about the Red House Painters <laughs> track you picked. Um, yeah, uh... So like when you asked us to do um to like you know play a song, I was like trying to think of us like like music we play in the van, and I was trying to think of like a song that like we know all the words to, and like you know we'll play it and it just kind of like boost our moods like we're on tour, you know. And I I thought about the opening track to Roller Coaster by Red House Painters, Grace Cathedral Park, and that song is one of my favorite songs ever. I don't know what it is about it, but it uh it just makes you feel like really good. And even though the lyrics are just kind of like morose, you know, like most Red House like painter like you know, songs are, but something about it that just kind of like I don't know makes it just makes things like it makes life it, like life makes sense. I want to say when I hear that song, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, like it it really sets me at ease too, especially like how Matt said, like it that's super true. Like when that's kind of like our laid back like if we gotta make a night drive or whatever if like we kind of had like a frustrating day for whatever reason or something like that that sets us all at ease and... that totally makes sense is that uh, is that all we have to say about it and we play the song now let Mark Cause speak the rest <laughs> yeah since he's not here live there won't be any profanity right <laughs> alright so Red House Painters Grace Cathedral Park we'll be right back but the sun's been quite dry while I ro- I fear the time when air gets 
don't spend days like this Caught up and lost Times of you that I Almost hear all the coasters Sailboats in the sea Hear noise and screaming Weaving in and out of happy music box with Grace Cathedral Park. That was Estate's choice for This Is Your Song, this week's uh, edition of Local Live, and we're just wrapping up. Uh, thanks a lot for coming in, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much for having us. Why don't you give everyone uh, the uh, website one more time and tell them about the, sh- the release show, when that is and where. Sure. Um, if you want to find more music or find out when we're playing, you can go to ourveryownestates.com, or you can just type in Google Estates, and you can find our band camp. Thank you, SEO. <laughs> um, yeah, we're playing a release show for um, the new record. You heard some songs off uh, tonight. Um, um, on Memorial Day, May 25th, um, at the Cocoon Room. It's on Locust Street right across from the Rivers Public House. $5 show. You get to see five bands. All right. Fantastic. And I want to let everyone know that you are tuned in to WMSE 91.7 FM. 
Frontier Radio, a listener-supported broadcast service of the Milwaukee School of Engineering. Right now, we are looking at 43 degrees outside, mostly cloudy. Tonight, it's going to be a low around 40. Tomorrow, it's going to be mostly cloudy with a high near 49. And Tuesday night, mostly cloudy with a low around 44. That's plenty of weather for now. Yuck. (laughs) (laughs) Sum it up in one word, just yuck. (laughs) Okay, so... Uh, we want to thank you for tuning in to tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSC with the states. If you want to listen back, WMSC.org for the archives. And Local Live is a production of WMSC Radio, recorded and broadcast live from the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Live Performance Studio on the downtown campus of the Milwaukee School of Engineering. And Local Live is produced by Aaron Wolf, Cal Roach, and Don Moore, and engineered by Billy Cicerelli with photography by Deb Duras. Hospitality for local live artists are provided by Milwaukee Pizza Company, who can be found at milwaukeepizzacompany.com, by Sprecher Brewing Company, more information at spreckerbrewery.com, and Anodyne Coffee, who are found online at anodynecoffee.com. For upcoming guests and archives of past local live performances, visit wmse.org. And tune in again next Tuesday at 6 p.m. for another edition of Local Live. We're going to have Kia Rap Princess. It's going to be awesome. Uh, So stay tuned for Midnight Radio, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSC was supported by a donation from The Garage on Arlington at Brady Street. Open daily at 11 a.m. and 10 a.m. on the weekends for brunch. The Garage offers an open and casual atmosphere with rotating craft beers on tap, 7 HD screens for catching sporting events, burgers, wings, and an extensive outdoor patio. Information at garageonbrady.com.